Yo, what's going on? This is Malcolm from the African American Mel Wellness Agency. This is the More Than a Walk podcast, our official agency podcast. Last week, when we talked to you guys, we told you that we were so much more than a walk, and we're back to tell you guys about some of the things that we have because we had a really eventful week um, to close out January. So I'm here with my co-workers from the agency team, um, some familiar voices and a new voice. So you guys want to go around real quick and introduce yourselves? Yeah, this is Keith from the uh, Mental Wellness Agency. Hey, I'm Zara with Fatherhood. <laughs> no, we're not laughing at Zara. <laughs> Keith saying he from the Mental, wellness, the mental agency. wellness Agency. That's what oh, I mean a portion what? of it. Oh, my God. Initiative is the He's word. trying to take no. over the whole agency, man. Initiative. You got your own agency? It's what still early. That's that? crazy. We're going to yeah. mute him, bro. Please. An ambitious man. Breaking news. That's crazy. <laughs> now, go ahead, Zara. Oh, hey, y'all. What's up? It's Zara, and I'm with the fatherhood part of the agency. A part of the agency. There you go. And then? Dana Lavender, Opioid Awareness Program Manager. The MVP of the agency. You know, True. do what I yes, do. Yes, indeed. I didn't get the sound effects ready, so <laughs> I would have clapped for you guys, but, you know, we're just not going to do that today. Um, but now, like I said, we had some really exciting, we had an exciting week um, to close out January. I mean, today's technically January, but. You know, we pretty much in February. Before we start, I just want to let y'all know, I made a decision over the weekend that I'm officially celebrating New Year's at February 1st. Mm. That to start Black History Month. Because, mm. like, January, it'd be kind of like a transition. Big you know, yeah. coming after the holidays and kind of still, like, hungover. Well, not hungover, literally, but, well, like, yeah, from the holidays. <laughs> we get what you say. Like, getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like. Things really start moving in February, so yeah, we need a longer month though. Or like February history is a short month. month. That's why I'm saying, like, all right, if we're gonna have a short month, that's cool. It's also gonna be my first month then. Yeah, you feel me? We're gonna yeah. start it that way. I feel you. Yeah. So you. happy I New Year's. Right. Yeah, happy New Year's. New Year's Eve. I felt yeah. that February. Yeah, it's my New Year's too. Starting tomorrow. You see, <laughs> fatherhood taking initiative. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got um, in a good groove in January, so I can't. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with January at least for one more year. All right, I, I guess it depends. Party you have to. I guess it depends on the person. Because some people start before January because they know January is number one, so they start. Am I too close? Am no, too you better. Far? We can actually hear you now. Okay, you know I'll be knowing. It was good. You got headphones uh, on. Yeah, I can hear myself though. Even when I fart, you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, just take my word. Um, for it. I, absolutely. Um, it, I guess it depends on the person. Some people start prior to January. Knowing that they're getting ready to start in January, yeah, they're and that's like, they're like pregame their goals. Yeah. My guy, he told me <laughs> November. That's what he used to go by. He said like right, he starts the new year in November, so they can get practice in November, mm-hmm. December, then when January come around. But I want to start with black people. You feel me? Right. Hey, do what, do what works for you. That's yeah. what we got to stop doing. But there's no there's real. no real way. There's no right or wrong way. It's your nah, way. Nah. Mm-hmm. You know? Nah, that was good. That's do what bad. works for yeah, you. Yeah, you do what works for you. Now, I want to talk about the work that we was doing for them, them being the community, because each one of you guys led an event over this past week, and I kind of wanted to tell the people about it. So let's start with D-Lab. Uh, what, what, what was it that you did for the community last week? So this past week, we had our first ever um, opioid awareness community conversation. It was at the Lincoln Cafe. Um, right in the heart of the community, and we had a really good turnout. Mm. Um, so 
we typically have done like virtual events prior to this one. Um, and the, and the turnout is, 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 is it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, our people in virtual is still kind of a struggle to get us to participate in things virtually. And people expect uh, the agency to deliver on the event side of things anyway. So that in-person opportunity is such a, is such a, uh, important opportunity for us to connect and engage because we have like food and some type of entertainment. Like it's just a different vibe altogether. Yeah. Trying to translate that virtually is not necessarily a challenge, but can be at times. Mm-hmm. So, so I was nervous to see what people were, if their people were going to show up. Um, but they did. So I had a nice little crowd and, um, people were able to get information as it relates to opioid awareness. I actually asked the room, like at the start of the program, like how many people in here, um, all black audience, by the way. Um, but, and I say that because the work that we're doing is targeted to that demographic because most people do not know that the opioid crisis affects black people. Um, and so the question that I posed was how many people in this room know what an opioid is? Mm. And only half the room raised their hand. So what is me, an opioid? See, why you put me on the spot like that? I mean, I thought I was <laughs> throwing the oop for you. You said I asked the room. Half the room we said We talking about no. the event. <laughs> we talking about the event. Well, I was just saying that because yeah. the opioid, like, to your point, it does it affects our community in ways that we don't really take into consideration because right. the things that – we popularize. We don't even realize our opioids, like yeah. lean, for example. Right. right. So lean. That was the biggest one for me. Has codeine and promethazine in it. So these are things that you know can cause addiction, and eventually could lead to an overdose death. So um, what I will say is that half the room raised the hand. So the other half, to me, I was like, this 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 means it's important. We're not all experts in here. Even myself. I mean, I'm still learning mm-hmm. um, as well, but. And so we had an opportunity to have um, just some good conversation, some good dialogue from people who provide who provide resources and are doing the work in the community, such as the Columbus React team. We had Columbus Kappa Foundation there, and also we had a representative, um, our guest speaker from Brightview Health um, Treatment Center there. So, and, and a couple of other resources came out too, but they didn't get necessarily get a chance to speak, but they were there to share their information. Uh, Franklin County Public Health was in the building as well to to give some information. And overall, it was really good. It was really good. For it to be the first time, I was definitely yeah. excited to see people show up. Um, it's not the, like Marlon would always say, the sexiest thing to talk about. I mean, not no disrespect to y'all's programs. I, I, I really, I love what we're doing as a whole and holistically. I love that. Um, but sometimes it feels like the opioid crisis is a little bit harder sell because it's like, eh, I'm not addicted to opioids. I don't know anybody who is, so I'm not really yeah. interested in this. You know, mental that health. That's a good voice she just said. <laughs> mental health, fatherhood, like those are things like everybody experiences. Everybody yeah. got a dad, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has a mental health wellness, you know what I mean? But the, those are things that people globally experience. And I'm not saying the opioid crisis isn't affecting us in a global way, but in terms of black people being connected to it, it's like, what do I have to do with this? If I don't myself have an issue or know anyone who has an issue, mm. um, so it's a little bit of a harder sell sometimes, but to see the community show up and be engaged and tapped in and ask questions and give feedback was really, really good. So I definitely want to, we're going to go, we're gonna of course, debrief and go over the things that we can improve. And um, hopefully next time it'll be even better. I'm hoping to have the next one this month, next month, February. So I think um, the big thing with the, 
with the opioids is like we have to change the way we um what addiction looks like because like as a community mm-hmm. we know what addiction has looked like when we compare it to like the 80s era and like crack epidemic and things like that but like opioids addiction looks a little different you know what i mean these are fully different. functioning people going to work every day who you would deem quote-unquote normal or that are doing fine, you know what I mean? But they're addicted to pain pills. And that's know? the thing, too. Like, even with um, the representative for Brightview talked about how people don't, our people specifically, don't necessarily know they're addicted because they're like, my doctor's prescribing this medication. Exactly. That's a whole another conversation. Like, okay, well, why is your doctor prescribing you medication for pain you don't have anymore? Like, right. so, you know what I mean? So those things, you know, those those are important parts of the conversation that also needs to be had but most importantly we're we're having the events in in the community so that we can spread awareness that's first and foremost and then provide a connection or resources to people who who are in need um so i believe we were able to help a couple people that night there's some there was a, a an individual there that came to give his testimony who had a substance abuse disorder for most of his life and he's in full recovery so and I just randomly he he randomly attended another um, event that I have for Narcan training, and uh, said this was such an important thing that we're doing and wanted to continue his, show his support. So we're building that relationship now because I want him I want to, I want him to also give his testimony in some of the real men real talk or even the fatherhood things. So it's just one of those things that we're we're actually doing what we say we do. Like, there was a um, yeah. a guy that spoke at the real men real talk. We're going to talk about later on this episode, and he was saying how he had anger. Towards his mom for being an addict and whatnot because mm. you know she had, I mean, literally abandoned him when he was two years old. And he said, in reality, my anger is towards the addiction. And really, we need to do a lot of work in destigmatizing mm. addiction because I mean, every drug user, well, most drug users, they chose to do the drug, but nobody necessarily chose to be addicted to it. Right. And a lot of times, you don't even realize like how. Um, that type of thing can happen, like, and you know, you don't ask, you don't sign up for that part. Yeah. Um, so choose I choose to use. Yeah, you choose to use, not to be addicted. Yeah. So, um, I think that these opioid conversations and discussions, yeah, are, yeah, definitely are really important. It got a little, um, it w- it was a little passionate in there. I will say, I wasn't expecting that, uh, but I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Um, but other than that, it was cool. Um, more to come on that. We have our uh, upcoming event on February the 10th. Uh, we'll have another virtual Narcan training facilitated by uh, Franklin County Public Health. And so, um, yeah, follow our Instagram and Facebook and, and, and LinkedIn laugh. pages to be able to get information on how to be a part of that. Nah, we appreciate you. We know you got to go, so thank you for giving us a little bit of your time to recap. Thank you, guys. I figured it out. Andy Laugh, AA Wellness MVP. (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? No, ma'am, I'm chilling. Nah, they can't hear you. Can't hear you. Yeah, Yeah, we had to mute all that out. Um, so we also had another event in a initiative that's near and dear to my heart, the Fatherhood Initiative. It was Zara's first event as a agency team member. So clap it up for her. Thank you, guys. 
You want to talk a little bit about what we did? Yes, um, I definitely will. So my event was based on like step up to quality. So pretty much what I did was um, I found the daycare center. Before you go on, what is step up to quality? You want me to speak to it? Yeah, so step up to quality just for our listeners. Um, Franklin County has an issue. 73% of our kids don't go to kindergarten ready for kindergarten, meaning they can't count to 20. They don't know the ABCs. They can't write their name, uh, can't read and write. Um, and obviously that's a problem. And so one of the solutions that the state put out there was to make sure that all of our child care centers, um, you may call them daycares, but they are centers for early learning. So that's what we call them here. Um we made sure that they're all step up to quality star rated and there's five ratings that you have on this scale. And uh, with each additional star that you have, it just says that you're able to offer more out to um, the students that come to that center. So um, when we say step up to quality is all of those, all of that work goes towards making sure that these centers are star rated and are increasing their star rating as well. Yes. Thank you, Malcolm. Mm -hmm. For having my back on that oh, Absolutely <laughs> So um, I brought Future Ready as well Because they have the same goal Their goal is by 2025 I believe they said um, For all children to make sure They're going to school Kindergarten ready So What I pretty much did was I got A curriculum idea From Mrs. M She's someone who works With the agency as well And I kind of just took that And created something That would be fun For the kids And the parents to do Because um, The lady at the Early Child Care Learning Center She was telling me She needed more Parent engagement So pretty much We just talked about What vitamin C was Why it was important And then I gave them a worksheet That parents were able To do with their kids um, With a child silhouette And I took like Juice and food And fruits And vegetables All that just had vitamin C And all they had to do Was like cut them out And place them in a child silhouette And then I gave them A take home tips page That I created Which pretty much just encourage the parents like outside of the um, classroom to continue to let your child know what vitamin C is and like how to make healthier options so you know everybody can stay like happy and healthy and it went really well we took great pictures and also um, you know Malcolm you were there we gave them um, hot cards about other events that we had and a lot of those fathers didn't even know that those things existed Mm -hmm. so we got all of them to sign up for um, like our text blast and stuff like that and she said like she loved it like even after event was over like an hour later I sat and I like talked to her and stuff like that and she definitely still wants to you know work with the agency and things like that in the future so I think it was a great turnout yeah one of the things that we uh, preach here at the wellness agency is that wellness is a lifestyle it's Mm -hmm. not just something like oh I'm eating an apple and that's it yeah or I go to the doctor one time and that's it it's something that you have to practice on a day-to-day type basis and mm-hmm. you take that down to each one of our initiatives. It's the same thing for fatherhood, same thing for mental um, excuse me, mental health. And so when we're telling people, it's like, yo, it's a small daily decision to say, all right, we're going to make sure that you have vitamin C as a part of your diet. Right. And here's all the different ways that you can do that. Or here's an activity that you can do with your kid mm-hmm. on a regular type basis just to practice those kindergarten readiness skills and whatnot. So yeah. question. Go ahead. Was there um was there a particular reason that y'all focused on vitamin C? Is it like No, nah, it Okay. It, yeah, again it's it's just the, the idea of okay, okay. being intentional about yeah. Got you, got you. I didn't so, know if it was like directly linked to like development or if there was like some oh, science no. behind it that I didn't know. Well That's the topic was that I chose was developmental, but I just chose vitamin C because, you know, with COVID everything going on, I just thought it would be an important topic for like the parents, you know, just to make sure that their kids are having uh-huh. like, you know, their daily dose of vitamin C to help build their immune system and stuff like got that. You. So good point, good point. Yeah. That's why we chose okay. kind of went with that one. Yeah. 
And so it's our goal to go out to child care centers all over the county, all over the city, and in our outskirting cities, and um, just take these curriculum ideas. Really, we want to activate every center to um, be a hub for active and engaged fathers. That's the reason why we go around and we sign them up to mm-hmm. be um, Proud Dad Academies. Um, when you're a Proud Dad Academy, it basically says that Proud Dads send their kids here. And mm-hmm. the dads that have their kids here, they're engaged and that they're um, involved with the kids' life. So um, if you're listening to this and you're not already a Proud Dad Academy, then please reach out to us and we'll make sure that we get you onboarded ASAP. It's free. Um, and we just want to go out there and, and make sure that we're empowering our fathers all across the city. True. Yeah. And she definitely, I mean, if you remember at the end of it, um, she made them all, like, take the pledge or whatever, mm-hmm. too. So I feel like that that was great. Yeah. That was really good. And if you're listening to this, you can go to prouddadpledge.com and uh, you can take the pledge yourself if you haven't already. So. Oh, good work, good Go work. On. Clap it up, Zara. Good work, Zara. That was your Thank first you. in-person event. Yeah, that I was go. like the head of. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's always fun. And she really like, man. If I could take a moment just to Go clap ahead. it up for her, so I'm gonna give her some more claps for. Her. <laughs> there you go. Don't hype me now. She started working here in November, yeah. right before Cooking with Dads, mm-hmm. and she literally, I think, her second day here. We were down at the convention center, yeah. and I was yes. running around like a chicken with his head cut off. And she was just like, "All right, what you need from me? You feel me?" <laughs> um, and like since then, she has really taken the bull by his horns and like really took command of everything that she's been assigned to, and, and really just like passionate work, uh, creative work, and everything. So that's what's up. Congrats, darling. Yeah. Definitely you're welcome. big addition to the agency yeah. team. You're a big Thank addition you. to the fatherhood initiative. So. Um, our people will definitely be hearing from you more right. and more. So. Wow, creative Aww. too. I got a lot of work for her to do. One more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Y'all want to put me at everything creative, <laughs> but I got y'all though. I got y'all. Get your portfolio tight. Portfolio. Yeah. Right. Um, and then not to, well, I'm not even going to say it like that. I was going to say last but not least, but I hate that, bro. Yeah, me too. Um, the final event that we had this past mm-hmm. week was. Underneath our mental wellness initiative And that was led by Keith Do you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah um, Similar to Zara This was my uh, first in-person event I hosted a virtual call uh, back in November Titled Holiday Blues Where we discussed seasonal depression Um, But this was my first time Being a part of the programming And the planning from day one Mm. Um, So really excited about it. I got to do it at my home church, which is Resurrection Power, Church of God of Christ in uh, Gahanna, Ohio, where my uncle, Franklin Culver, is the pastor there. Um, so once I kind of stepped into the role, I really wanted to be intentional about taking the mental health and the mental wellness conversations into the the black church. It's a staple within our community, but I also feel like the mental wellness kind of gets overlooked there. You know, the Bible teaches us a lot about loving our neighbor and different things like that, but I don't think we put enough emphasis on loving ourselves. So mm. that was what I kind of wanted to take there and kind of start that conversation, and I felt it was only right to do it in my backyard at my at home, home church. Yeah, yeah. so I got to do it at home first. Um, but fast forward to Saturday, um, event went really well, man. We had like around 50 to 60 brothers came out, which is always good. Like you get 50 or 60 black men to get out. When you telling them that the reason that you're coming is to talk about your mental health, Brad, you know, that's not just a never sexy know. thing. It's bro. not sexy. Right? right. So you just never know what your reaction is going to be, um, which is kind of why I did do it at my church. I've been in my church for since I've lived in Ohio since 2001. Mm. So a lot of my old heads are there. You know, what I mean, guys have known me since I was 12 years old. So I knew I would have some support 
there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to bring them into the fold. I feel like they'll be good additions and, you know what I mean, to like some of the work that we do here at the agency. They mentor in other realms, so I would like to bring them around some of the work that we do. So that was one of my, one of my ways of just introducing my work along with my church life, you know. Got you. So um, we had Brother uh, Ray Wilson facilitated the call. Really, really Shout good, Shout out brother. to the good brothers. You feel me? It's one yeah. of my old heads. I hear you. Yeah. Um, so he came and facilitated the call with me, man. Really, really smart smart guy. Has an incredible story that you'll just have to hear for yourself, man. Like mm. what that man has seen and what he's done to be where he is now, finishing his Ph.D., you would only believe it if he told you. Like, you know, if I told you, you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't believe it. Um, so he facilitated the call, did a did an amazing job. Um, got some really good feedback from from the guys there. We opened up about a lot of different topics. Um, one of my favorite things that was brought up, um, Brother Luke posed a question. He asked, you know, the, the original question was, what's stopping us as black men from getting therapy and from going and seeking help? Mm. And Brother Luke posed a question was like, it's the availability not on my end, but there's only five or seven, it seems like, black therapists, black male therapists within the city, and they're all booked up because every black man in Columbus is trying to get to them. Mm-hmm. So when I reach out, no one's available, and that kind of deters you from, you know what I mean, it, it reaching out and finding other resources, you know, because mm-hmm. it's something that, again, is not sexy. So a lot of people, when they reach out and try once or twice and they hit a roadblock, you're not going to really fight through that all the time. You know what I mean? You kind of want it to be easy for you to go through it. Mm-hmm. So we developed some things like that, which is the whole purpose of the Real Man Real Talk is to allow the group sessions. Mm-hmm. We know those guys are extended already. They can only do what they can do. There's only so many hours in a day. But this allows us like a group setting to be able to come in and break the ice and maybe get introduced to some different resources, some different therapists out there that are trusted within our community. So that's like the whole point. So – that kind of wrapped up how everything went. It was a really good time. And beyond that, it's also just putting it at the front of your mind. Yeah. There was a lot of one-liners on that say, And like you said, it was a bigger group. So, you know, maybe we didn't have some of the intimate conversations that we normally have. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that the next day, I was, and actually for the rest of that day, and then the next day, I was just playing through my head yeah. all those conversations and stuff that we had, and then also evaluating the different parts and stuff in my life. Right. And I think that that's maybe something that we um, sleep on. Mm-hmm. Like even when we're talking about availability, you know, it is it's good to have a trained professional to like walk you and guide you yeah, through yeah. the processing of um, like some of the things that you're going through and whatnot. But more than anything, the important part. Is that you're spending time with yourself You're spending right. time with the way that you're feeling And like that you're working through that Absolutely And and I think that us having these sessions Is really like an invitation to Like yeah, going yeah. and self care And, and right. like consider how you're feeling And to take that seriously Exactly so like kind of like you said Like normally we will break out into smaller groups And that'll be the plan uh, into the future mm-hmm. it's, It got a little tricky With this one uh, just like the RSVPs And we know how RSVPs go You know what I mean so I, did, I was kind of up in the air On the attendance mm. um, So and then I only had one facilitator um, But going forward that'll get played Differently and we'll have the smaller groups because uh, Marlon mentioned it while we was there You could just tell that a lot of more people Had things to say right. but just that Intimidation of the crowd and different things Like that uh, the amount of people in the room Kind of played a role into that so Moving forward we'll definitely do Breakout sessions um, 
and and get back get back to the smaller intimate conversations. Um, but I'll end off with like the way that I felt successful, I guess you could say, after that event was the the fellowship that I saw taking place after we were done. Yeah. I saw a lot of contact exchange and I saw a lot of phone number exchanging, handshaking, introductions, you know what I mean? And just hoping that that can start to just spiral into some some future relationships and different things like that. Yeah. Um I know I had mentioned they they laughed at me, so I'm just gonna let y'all know now. I was like, yo, we should like institute like a, a JCB, the just come back pledge. Um yeah. you know, about the idea of continuing to Come back to these things and I like that though so oh, I might you steal did? it oh, Why ain't you I didn't, co-sign I didn't hear that No it was in the chat It was in the chat I, I was yeah, all over the place I may have missed it That's crazy you I may have missed it I was all over the place Saturday Yeah but yeah, It just come you. back pledge Because One of the things That was mentioned um, In it It was like Yo we have AA Alcoholic Anonymous mm-hmm. We have NA Narcotics Anonymous Really this is MHA Mental Health Anonymous mm-hmm. Where it doesn't You don't really need to know My identity just to know that I'm going through something. And also, me having a space for me to tell y'all right. I'm going through something. In a safe space. In a safe space. And so, I, I really like that idea. Yeah, me too. Um, um, MHA. And hopefully, everybody that you know was there, they do JCB. You yeah. know what I mean? Just come back. So, last thing is, you know, the next event, definitely want to leave off with that, is March 1st, where you and I and Ms. Zara will be collabing on a Real Dad's Real Talk. Excellent. Uh, March 1st, Burger I Am downtown on High Street. Um, we're, we're definitely going to dive right back into some conversation, and we're going to channel this one to be a little bit more specific to what it's like to be a father. Facts. You know what I mean? And all the different realms of that, because not all fatherhood looks the same, so... Definitely looking forward to that conversation. Very special. It's coming up soon. And congrats, man. I'm gonna clap for you again. Yes, congrats. Congra- Keith. Congrats Appreciate on your first it. official it. agency event. It's you very to get successful. That one out the way. Yeah. yeah. I've been here for eighteen months now. True. Something like that, nineteen months. And um it, it was definitely a very, very strong and powerful event. Appreciate um, it for both of y'all. Yeah, appreciate yeah, all so. the support support from the A team, man. Yeah, the agency we're, we're going into the new year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely think that that event was a great event, though. Like Thank seeing you. it on the news and stuff like that. I oh, think yeah, it was on the news. Yeah, NBC yeah. Four showed up, man. Yeah. Showed and up people were sending me clips and everything. Like, hey, yeah. I saw you on the. I was like, you saw me. I was sitting yeah. next to Mr. Gregory. Yeah. I see. Somebody y'all asked on me the about the beanie that you had on. You feel like, me? Yo, I need that. Like, see, see, look, look how they work. And I just, I think that the agency it has a. I think usually things like this is normalized for women. So I do like how we are in positions, even though I'm a woman myself. um, I do like that we are in positions that y'all are making things a comfortable space for men, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's a higher suicide rate for men. And a lot of people don't even know that because men are taught to not talk about their feelings, not talk about mental health. But it's just like if we're promoting like we want men to be good fathers and good people and all of this, it's like how can a person be that without their mental health intact? So I definitely yeah, Yeah. I definitely commend y'all on that. And just, you know, like I said, like making it a safe place for men. Like I love the vision and everything that's going on within Mm -hmm. the agency. And you know what's crazy? Somebody actually said that at the event. Did they? they? Said, yeah, they say you know these type of things happen for women a lot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this is first time I felt like I had something to come to yeah. as a man. Mm. And social media went crazy with it too, man. Like I met so many dudes that was there only off the strength of like, oh, just such and such posted it, and you know what I mean. Who so was like, such and such, Malcolm. It, it could have yeah. been, but Shout probably not. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. You know, it was, uh, you know, I had a lot of people oh, that are close to me that reposted it and oh, things man. like that, man. So, like, shout out to everybody. And that's just how we how we spread the news, man. Just each one teach one. Just continue to share it. Even for some of the women that shared it that couldn't be involved, Facts. guys saw it on your post and they showed up because of that. So, hey, man, And shout out to the women, like, 
that are working at the agency and that's also in our extended community that yeah, just yeah. care about black men. They just care. Yeah. So, um, you know, we are the African American male wellness agency, but mm-hmm. it's not only men that make this ship nah. operate at all. And so. our and our goal is also black men and their families, you know. Mm-hmm. So that includes a lot of other people, you know what I mean? That's not just black men. And shout out to the white allies too, or the non black allies who yeah, non-black, also yeah. see this demographic as some as a group of people that deserve to be poured into. So True. Yeah, shout out to all of them. All right, one last time. Claps for you guys. Claps for our first week of uh, really successful and strong programming here in 2022. Um, we have a lot of things coming up, like Keeps It. Well, actually, this episode is going out later today, but by the time you listen to it, it may have already passed. We have a vision boarding event um, tomorrow. Uh, that is February 1st at the YMCA um, in the Near East Side. And we're going to be building vision boards and talking about turning our visions into missions and, and actually, um, you know, taking the things that's inside of our head and putting them down on paper. It's a free event. So if you're hearing this, and hopefully you can make it out. And if you're only just not hearing it and the event already passed, if you had taken the Proud Dad Pledge, then you would have found out about it. So make sure you go and take the Proud Dad Pledge. Um, after that, we also have on March 1st, like you said, Real Dads, Real Talk. That's going to be HIV. Um, I mean, I was going to come back to that, but oh, you skipped nah. the March, so I yeah, thought you was going in. I was order. doing all the fatherhood events. True, true. And you see, they always ahead, be man. trying to tell me how to produce and whatnot. It's cool. I'm, I'm about to give the event announcements over to Keith. Nah, you got to here on out. Um, <laughs> March first is going to be at Burger I Am, um, and that is going to be a free event, free conversations for uh, dads to just talk about our mental health and also talk about parenting in general. And then Keith, you want to talk about the HIV event? Dads and father figures Just yeah. throw that out there See uh, That's why this is your job now Nah <laughs> You know All father figures HIV Event that we're having um, Feb- or February 7th mm-hmm. Lincoln Cafe uh, HIV screenings COVID screenings Vaccinations uh, Giving away uh, Gift cards If you come and get vaccinated If you come and get your first round of vaccination with us um, And that'll be at the Lincoln Cafe On February 7th at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be, out. I don't want to say it's going to be a party. Oh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's going to yeah, be, no, be a good vibe. time. Is that yeah. what the kids say? It's going to be a vibe. It's the kids. I'm not the kids. Sorry. Okay. Is that what the Zara. kids say? Hold on. I am 20, you know. No, yeah, okay, you I'm not, like we I am said. not the kids, but <laughs> it is going to be a vibe, you guys. Vibe, so make sure y'all vibe. come out and, you know, support, you know, know your status. Make sure everybody around you know their status as well. It's going to be a great event, y'all. So come and show some love. Facts. All right, y'all, we out. It's been real. Bye.